0: I told somebody asked me, I was like, is this the most entertaining game that you ever watched? And I was like, you know what? It may be number two, only to the Boise State-Oklahoma game.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. That, good
0: that still, to me, was the most entertaining game with all the trick plays and everything like that. But that went to overtime. This didn't have to go to overtime. So TCU moves on. They take on a Georgia team. If I'm Ohio State, Ryan Day. You you had the lead for almost fifty nine minutes of the game, yeah. but you didn't have the lead at the right time. At the very end, you had an opportunity. Yeah, I, honestly, I may be oversimplifying this. Howard, you can stop me if I am. This whole thing changed when Marvin Harrison Jr. got knocked out the game. It was a legal hit. Smart. See, I don't. Th- I think it was a legal hit. I think it was just. I don't think it was targeting Howard. I think it was just an old-school, you know, hard hit, an Ed Reed type of a hit where it wasn't dirty, but, man, you're going to feel that one, and it was just unfortunate. I didn't see it as that, and I watched it over and over again because I'm like, I don't want to look at it with Big Ten glasses. Right. I was like, he actually just kind of really lit him up, and unless you want to say defenseless receiver, now if you want to go that route, I'll give you that. But the hit, yeah, in my that's, that's opinion, yeah. And you know what? You're right. See, that's, that's that's part of it. That's why the BTN well, gives think, you the I big bucks. You're absolutely right,
1: though. I, I think you're right. When when uh, when you lose the you know, arguably the best player on the field for either team. Yeah. Uh, when he's not in there, I mean, it, it's a problem, right? It, it it is absolutely a problem, man. That's when things changed. But I, I thought C.J. Stroud really, were <laughs> a guy who, for the most part during the year, you know, didn't really want to run. Right. Uh, but there were some opportunities, that he, he had to run in this, type, in this game, the way it was, the way it was unfolding. Right. Um, but they answered a lot of, he answered a lot of questions that I think that people had of him and his ability to be able to scramble and put his head down and and try to get that extra yard.
0: Howard, do you hear that? That's the silence (laughs) from his critics because he shut everybody up. This man, in, in one game, improved his draft stock tremendously where he answered all the questions that people said he couldn't do. He did. He used his legs. He scrambled. I mean, even late in the game, I questioned Man, I questioned Ryan Day at the end. Like, I, 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 Don't settle for a long field goal. He got you down to the 30. Run some plays. Use the sideline. Yeah. If you're going to go for the winning field goal, make it easier on your kicker. And it was like, nah, I'm good. We should probably settle for like a 45-yard kick in college. That's not a gimme. Maybe yeah. in the pros, but... When he scrambled and got there, I said, Oh my God, Ohio State's about to knock off Georgia. This Mm -hmm. really is about to happen. CJ Stroud. Of all the quarterbacks that you saw, if C.J. Stroud played this way during the regular season, Howard, I do believe he would, have won, he would have won the Heisman Trophy.
1: Well, things were set up for him to do that. I, I think one of the reasons he didn't was, you know, obviously the loss to, to Michigan. Right. Um, it was a big part of it um, because people were then all of a sudden looking. And he had some games earlier. The numbers weren't necessarily great. But he played like that every weekend. It's no question. You know, he probably wins it, wins it, like him. Right, um, right.
0: because to me, Caleb Williams won it because somebody had to win it. So he right. had a game, you're like, well, you know what? We got to give it to him. Look at what he did against UCLA. I guess mm-hmm. he gets it. But Stroud, if Stroud did that stuff against Michigan, he would have been an easy first play. He would have been on everybody's first ballot of winning it. But, yeah, I just I, – I was sitting there, and a couple times, I'm just a, clapping at the TV set like, you know what, this, hey – Strong, Jay.
1: <laughs> no well, i tell you, I think one of the things that has probably come out of this, well, it has come out of this. I think he probably, Ryan Day probably mentioned this and has been thinking about it for a while, particularly since Kevin Wilson uh, has moved on to his head coaching job, um, is giving up the play call. There, there's been a lot of talk, you know, as a head coach, particularly on the offensive side, defense too. You know, can you – Can you really manage the the elite teams and also be that play caller and still be able to be involved with everything that's going on? I know, say what you want to say. People can say what they want to say about Urban, But I think one of his best qualities as a college football Hall of Fame coach was his ability to press all the buttons in, in every area, whether it was offense, defense. Special teams. You yeah. knew how to press the button. Now, I would say this: Urban, Urban would look at the program from thirty thousand feet, see the issues, drop in, fix the issues, and go back up to thirty thousand feet and make sure everything is running the way it needs to. And, and I think Ryan Day has has gotten to the point now where he's going to relinquish those play calling duties because you know I think it, it, it'd be better for him and better for the team if he can be involved in the entire. Uh, offense, defense, and special teams to be able to look at it and trust that the next person that's going to call plays for him is going to do the things that he needs to do.
0: You know what? It's funny that you say that. um, And talking about the national title games, Georgia's going to take on TCU. Both Big Ten teams are out.